welcome to another episode of Two Glasses Deep. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back like we never left. Because we a- never do. <laughs> We're in quarantine. <laughs> I know. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode. It's been a couple of weeks, but life has been kind of a little bit busy in the quarantine or just not really felt like it. So, yeah, the quarantine over on this side, quarantine depression has been real Girl, off and on. No, so, say it and so. <laughs> say it. I wish it wasn't, but you know, such is life, I guess. Yeah. Learning how quarantine goes. Girl, hopefully we are towards the end of it or out of it. Cause... That's what they're telling us, but we shall see. I just don't trust it, but you know, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so what you drinking on tonight? Girl, I'm just drinking on some red wine, something light, you know. I'm not trying to do too much tonight, so taking it okay. easy, taking it easy. Gotcha. I am drinking a bottle of water. Are you still on water. your fast? I am still on my fast, but it ends Thursday at 9 a.m. Hey. So, <laughs> hand clap for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank it, you. It was 23 uh, days. Huh? How many days was it? 21 days. 21 days. Yeah. 21 days. So I have another like 30, wait, what's 24 plus 12? 36 hours. <laughs> I've got another 36 hours. I am going to finish strong. And, uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. It's been interesting, especially like when, you know, the quarantine depression hits, all I want is like a glass of wine. Yeah. Just to, you know, chill out. And it's like, nope, can't have that. Has it, has it been an enlightening time or did you get any revelation during this time? No real revelations. Mm-hmm. It was just more so, and I think it was about clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of times I use some of my vices to, you know, mm-hmm. numb myself or put me in a different state of mind sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And this was about just making sure that I'm aware of what's happening, you know, take this time to detox and when I am feeling those cravings you know say a prayer put my focus on something else Mm -hmm. so uh you know and I was praying for guidance and clarity just in life in general you know work and love life Mm -hmm. and everything else Mm -hmm. so no revelations no big like (laughs) but just knowing that you know I really don't need to rely on something you know to Mm -hmm. up my mood or anything like that you know yeah and I don't ever want to be that. I've never considered myself having a, I don't want to say the word addiction because mm-hmm. it's, I've never considered an addiction, but you know, whatever is like the step down from that, you know, yeah. a dependency, let's say a dependency, okay. you know, but I also want to make sure that, you know, I don't form one. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, it's just, it's been about that. So well, I know, think it's I, pretty awesome. You've been disciplined. You've done it. You're almost to the finish you. line and. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, awesome. Yes. So how's Thank your week you. been? My week, let's see, since we last spoke, has been interesting. It's really been a roller coaster. Really? You know, a lot of good movement with things at work, you know, especially in this nonprofit development fundraising world, but living during a pandemic where a lot of people aren't working, a lot of companies are losing money and stuff like that, you know, and having to go to them. To, you know, to continue the conversation around raising funds for something that's like basically discretionary, you know, yeah. it's not essential money, mm-hmm. it's not paycheck money, it's not people paying, you know, it's not something to keep the business going. So, um, 
it was interesting trying to figure out how to navigate that, but it's been going well. And then personally, I've had, you know, my struggles with just being cut off from everyone mm-hmm. and being cut off from all the things that I like to do outside of the house, yeah. from people and places and things and getting dressed and, you know, just going outside and having a good time. So I've had to kind of, you know, deal with that and then pull myself out of it and I can stuck in it. So, you know, it's been interesting. It's been good though. I mean, I'm alive and I'm well and I'm blessed still and I, can, I ain't mad about it. What about you? Well, my week has it's just kind of just started. It's only Tuesday today. We uh, Today is April. Let's establish that. Today is April the 21st. 21st. Okay, you're right. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just Tuesday. Um, it's just Well, don't started. forget about last week because we didn't talk last week. That's true. So this, I'll just address this week first. This week has been like pretty much around school. Um, my school is like a full-time job other than my full-time job, but I have four days off this week. So it's been kind of like relaxing and at the same time, allowing me to focus solely on school. Cause like mm-hmm. I said, that's a different level of focus that I need to fully have. And then last week, last week, there was some times when I had some anxiety, but I just kind of like praised worship through it or prayed through it. It was a low level anxiety. It wasn't really mm-hmm. anything that I should have had anxiety about nothing different was happening it was just low surface but I just kind of like drew drew near to God and just prayed about it and just try to move past it and it of course mm-hmm. it's better and then it's just like when I when I do good on my assignments or do good on tests I'm like yes God you got me you got me you got me here <laughs> you're like this yes so it's been feeling good moving into this week feeling like you know really connected with God that's great. Yeah. That's what I've had to, I think, um, has been important for me to realize, especially, you know, when I'm down and out about what's happening, you know, around and in society and being home. It's like, yeah, all things considered, you are on the blessed side of things here. Sure. You know, you are working, mm-hmm. and not hurting for food. I don't have my car right now and it's going to cost way too much money to fix, mm-hmm. which is another thing that's really been getting to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I ain't got nowhere to go. So, like, you know, <laughs> so this is the perfect time. Right this is the perfect time for a car to, exactly. you know, for it to happen. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have the money to fix it. It's just, I don't want to part with it, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. or, you know, it's just a headache in itself, but yeah. you know, it's a great time to realize all that I have been, blessed with so you know that's where I keep my mind on when I do get the the, the blues I know about my 700 and what <laughs> little, 700 square foot apartment it's just, more than that. we've been doing this way too long it's 30 some days at <sighs> this point so I think it's just at some point getting to everybody to not be able to move the way you were doing before and yes. again we can't necessarily go back to that they may be reopening things but it's not like we can go back to it so which is another frustration um, yeah, that it's also misleading because I mean, people think they can just go back to the way of life before, which is not the case. But true, I think I'm on day 38. That's, that's a lot of days. Like you <laughs> say, me. it's a lot. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But what about stimulus checks? I did get my stimulus check last week. Hey, I got mine too. So, and my husband got his. So I was so excited. I was like, about time. Because I was real nervous because last year, the 
individual account we both had, we shut it, we, mm-hmm. we closed it to get a new joint account. So when yeah. I went on the IRS website and they showed me the account number they deposited in it, which is the mm-hmm. closed account, I was mm-hmm. real like, no, it's going to take forever for me to get my money. It's going to come in a check. But this yeah. is why I will never part with Chase. Chase is the best bank in the world. I've been with them since I was like, 13 or 14 when I had my whatever that money chase when I had the <laughs> high school check-in okay I've been with <laughs> I've been with Chase that long and somehow they found a way to still accept that money and deposit it into our account so they that's awesome it took a couple of days longer than other people just like two days but it did yeah. go into our account because when we saw our balance go up I was like what is this <laughs> and then it was that's like IRS much. I was like yes I was happy to get mine. I got mine, uh, I think it was last Wednesday, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoop, whoop. (laughs) And then I immediately, like, spent it. I mean, (laughs) but on, like, I paid bills. and I paid some extenuating bills, you know, that I would pay a little at a time. I paid off a ticket that I had. Mm -hmm. The city of Houston won't come looking for me. (laughs) But, uh, and I still have a little bit left. But, uh, I was like, thank goodness. And, you know, it's funny because I kept asking people, like, not thinking, but I kept saying to people, like, did you get your stimulus check? Did you get Mm -hmm. your stimulus check? And, you know, people were looking at me crazy for asking as if, you know. That is none of your business? Like, it's none of my business. Or, like, somehow, you know, some people, I've seen that it's been a thing on the Internet that people are like, oh, I don't get one because I make so, you know, Uh, this much money. Really? And it's like, in order to not get any type of stimulus money you had to make 99,000 I think or more yeah so I didn't get the whole thing but I still got something so exactly they I mean there's a way where they deduce it to where exactly but that's what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like everyone out here knows they're not making 99,000 dollars and up so stop acting like some people may be some people may be no no some people did I Mm -hmm. I know a few people who do and Mm -hmm. did not get one but People were acting like they didn't want to say because yeah. it would imply that they don't make a lot of money. Yeah. When seventy five thousand and ninety nine thousand is good money. Exactly. Okay. Because <laughs> so you can let us know, or or they don't file taxes. Yes. Which means they don't get a stimulus. Girl, I want to. They didn't. I went to work the next day and all my colleagues were like, did you get your stimulus check? Did you get your stimulus check? Did you get your stimulus check? <laughs> Girl, that went, that Thursday morning, everybody in the mall was asking if you got their stimulus yeah. check. And I checked in my account and I was like, nope, I didn't get mine. It must be night shift is the only people getting their stimulus check because they <laughs> did not deposit it in my no, account. No, Kalani, you out here making six figures. That's why you ain't get your... No, we know no. you secretly rich. <laughs> no, no. I got the stimulus check and I'm glad for it. And the thing is, my husband, because I was glad to just save that little money in our savings account. But my husband said, we have to spend it in the economy. That's what it's for. So I allowed myself to, like, spend a little bit of money today. I bought some Nike shoes. Okay, I bought myself a wig. I waited for my wig. I'm excited for that. And then I transferred some money into, like, my stock account to play with for the next week and see what I... I kind of know what I want to buy, the stocks I want to buy, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I did the same. Like, well, you know, I told you I paid uh, City of Houston and stuff. But I also like today I bought. Well, yesterday I bought two new workout outfits. 
And then uh, today I bought some purses from Vince Camuto. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for these packages to come in the mail. I needed new purses. And, you know, summertime's about to hit. I need exactly. summer purses. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I got, you know, the workout gear is like summer color. And I was like, all right, you know, and I do need some um, new tennis shoes myself. So I'll be looking into that next. Exactly. But... So, like, Jeremy... And then I also, I'm still holding on to some. So, yeah. Yeah. Which might go into getting my car fixed. Who knows? It's yeah. like, see, you see how that works. You get a little stimulus check and your car stop working. What kind of nonsense is that? Such is life. Such is life. You gotta go with the punches. That's that's what it is. I'm gonna punch back. That's what I want to do. <laughs> well, my mom said, if you don't have any problems, you're dead. So that's what I try to remind remind myself when like times are a little rough. I could be dead right now. Damn, then I would Jay-Z have no problem here. So I got rather... ninety nine problems. <laughs> So the car is one. Girl, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. So, so I, I was looking ahead. at, you know, how you know how every day is always a national day for something? I thought mm-hmm. it would be something, like, fun to include in the segment. So since today's April, what is today? Uh, 21st on Tuesday. Today is National Day, National Library Workers Day, National Chocolate-Covered Cashews Day, National Kindergarten Day. I feel sorry for the kindergartners. They're not in school. <laughs> National Yellow Bat Day. And we don't want to celebrate that because bat probably got us into this whole corona situation. Now, is this... See, you know what? It's funny. When I was reading this, I did not think yellow bats, like a yellow bat animal. I thought like a yellow bat, like a baseball bat <laughs> that's yeah. yellow. No, I think it was actually a picture of a bat when I looked at this online. Interesting. I I didn't read further because I was just trying to, you know, type up the days that it is. But it it had a picture of a yellow bat, like an actual animal. So none of these days interest me. (laughs) Nope, not at all. But we're going to keep putting them in the segment. Well, no, the, yes, no, I like them. It's yeah. very interesting. I like the but, National Library Workers Day because I used to be a librarian. Hey, did you? In college, yes. That was the most clutch job in the world because all I did was be in the front desk and get to study and check people out with their books like, and still got paid minimum wage. It was awesome. And I got to study the whole time. See, I've never, now I do love, growing up, I love the library. You know, I love books. I love to read. So I was in the library all day. So mm-hmm. I guess I can, you know, whoop, whoop to uh, library workers. Happy National Library Worker Day. Yes, yes. I like cashews, but not chocolate-covered mm-hmm. cashews. I don't but think I like cashews. Some, cashews be a little salty sometimes. So well, I'll pass on that day. I National like Kindergarten Day. How do you celebrate that? I don't know. You know, like, do, I mean, I guess if kids were in school. Finger painting, maybe a donut for the kids, a lot of candy for the children. Mm-mm. That sounds like you're going to get some messy kids when you get home. I Your know. child will come back hyped up on sugar like, with paint welcome. all over their clothes. And you'll be like, what happened? Ask the teacher, what happened? And she'll be like, well, it was National Kindergarten Day. Hey. Like, nobody told me that. Yes. I would have sent them to school in the rag in his clothes. I could find. Exactly. You know? It's just a blessing to show up in school on National Kindergarten Day. <laughs> And a National Yellow Bat Day. I, I ain't even going to touch that one. I don't even know what that is fully, so <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> well, the next one is about honorary mention. So this segment is going to be like praising people in the world that are doing positive things, doing great things. Okay, so I know you was reading, you read up on this stuff. So tell me a little bit about 
Principal Farika West. Yes, so Principal Farika West, she's from a school called Poplar uh, Spring School. Uh, mm-hmm. She was basically like heartbroken over the fact that a lot of her seniors weren't going to be able to graduate. So on mm-hmm. a popular street, well, first she had photographers like still take pictures of this, like senior pictures, basically. Okay. And after she got the senior pictures, she enlarged them and basically put them individually on a popular street. So every time someone drove by, they got to see all the seniors and all the people that were supposed to graduate in that class. Oh, wow. And I thought that was very touching because, you know, you don't get to have that celebration. And even if you do get a senior, like a graduation, it's only for like a couple of hours. But mm-hmm. with this, every time you drive by that street for how many months, they're going to see the senior pictures up there. So I thought yeah. that was really pretty dope to still be able to celebrate them and have the whole community celebrate them during this time. That is very nice. It's very thoughtful. I'm sure a lot of not, not a lot, but I'm sure all the seniors, graduating seniors of high school, you know, graduating seniors from college, graduating eighth graders, kindergartners, you know, are all sad that they're missing out on these opportunities, you know, that their friends have before them and friends will have after them. Principal Farica, kudos to you. It's I find it interesting that she only had 30 graduating seniors. It's like, okay, I know. it's probably one of those small towns where everybody knows everybody. Exactly. And yeah, that's pretty cool. And this is why you can do it on a little street, you know, on yeah. the top of the street. Because yeah. everybody be like, oh, look at that cousin. Look at my cousin. My yeah. <laughs> is that your country accent? Yeah. Look at my cousin <laughs> up there on the pole. <laughs> She on the pole, but she's not working the pole now. No, she's going to college. Online, but she's going to college. Coronavirus got to go to college online. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Graduating class of Poplar Springs uh, High School. Yes, and all schools that are graduating at any stage, congrats. So, yes, and that's what I'm talking about. Let's think of creative ways to make graduation of some sort still happen for us. For yeah. 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 Cool things. What we got next? What's our next segment, T? So our next segment is this week on news, blogs, and commentary. There's so much happening in the world right now. It mm-hmm. is insane. It's so much happening while we're doing so little. You I know. know. <laughs> it's like, insane. People are still finding a way to get, you know, get into. Oh the yeah, news. there's always going to be drama. <laughs> and news are always gonna find news, regardless of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So I, I know that I saw. I know you saw that. You know, we said stimulus checks went out. Well, a couple of people got a lot more than they were expecting, and it wasn't me, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> but there was a teen in Ohio who received. $5 million stimulus check. And there was another man in Indiana who received $8.2 million in their bank account. And I'm really just trying to figure out who do I need to talk to to get a million dollars stimulus check. I'm trying to find out who was <laughs> sleeping on their job, okay? Somebody's going to be reprimanded big time for this mistake, okay? Yes. I, I mean, how do you... I, I don't even understand how you go from 1200 to $5 million. I, I know. mean, those are different I, numbers. That's a diff- exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's no... Yeah. You can't even blame it on the zeros. You can't blame it on nothing. Right. These are exact different numbers. How you? It's not $1.2 It's... Right. it's 
million. What would you do? How do you feel about that? What would you do if you woke up and saw millions of dollars in your account from the IRS? I would never play with the IRS. I would be calling the IRS. I would be texting the IRS. I would be doing whatever it takes to get in touch with the IRS. I know, that's right. Because I am not going to jail in the U.S. of A. For no I know that's right. So I already know how this country comes for you when you owe them something or when they want something from you. So I'm not playing those games. I know that's right. I 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. I am not going to take my chances. Mm-hmm. I will call the bank and be like, listen, listen, <laughs> I didn't do nothing to get $5 million. I don't deserve $5 million. So <laughs> y'all need to fix this. Tell somebody I didn't do it, okay? Because yes. I had nothing to do with this. Yes. I don't know what's happening, but get it out my account. Yes. I don't want these problems. Exactly. And if in the kindness of your own heart, after I give back this millions, you want to give me an extra couple thousands on top of it yeah, yeah, for doing yeah. the right thing, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. And I need that in writing, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, I'll take the reward money. Exactly. There should be a reward <laughs> amount of money for returning <laughs> millions of dollars. I will Definitely. take that. But that's it, okay? I just need I just need a couple extra thousand you give me for that. But I am giving right. all the millions back to the IRS. Well, I'm not going to play with y'all. Mm-mm. Talking mm-mm. about million and trillion, Amazon is officially worth a trillion dollars. And it's probably due to people like us ordering everything from Amazon. That's true. You know, I was talking with my cousin about this last week on our family Zoom, and she said, as soon as she saw that news, she said she was not buying from Amazon anymore. Why? Because they now, basically, Amazon is so, basically has a monopoly on the market. And she was like, we cannot live in a society where there's monopolies in the marketplace. And I understand it because that gives one person or one entity way too much power, you know? So I get, I 100% get where she's coming from because I'm afraid of monopolies too. Now, you know, you can hold on to, or you can, you know, use, now you have so much more leverage, even like in politically and with the government, with the federal government, all that kind of stuff. There's just a lot of ways that power like that and money like that can cause people to go, you know, be corrupt or make bad decisions. My argument against that is, are we saying the same thing against Apple? Are we saying the same thing against Microsoft? Because if we're talking about it, I mean, Bill and Melinda Gates, they're the biggest philanthropists in the world, like one of the biggest one in the world. So are we making those arguments for them? Because there's a lot of other tech titans that are out there in the $1 trillion mark. I mean, it's a few. I forgot how many officially it is. Capitalism is competition. If you, if there's a different competition that could compete in the same lane as Amazon, nobody's stopping nobody from coming up the same way Amazon did. So, like, I just feel like it serves such a great function. Like, we literally get our packages in two days at our doorstep. Like, serves such a major role in our lives right now. I think the difference between... Amazon being worth a trillion and Apple and Microsoft being worth a trillion, Apple and Microsoft are in the same business so and they're on the same level. If Apple's worth a billion, Microsoft's worth a billion as well, you know? But when it comes to Amazon, they're worth a trillion, whereas their competitors are worth one or two, you know, million or three million. There's a big disparity between a million and a trillion. And the way that you keep that and make sure that they don't have that monopoly is 
with some people deciding to not buy from Amazon and to only buy from these other places. That's the only way that you allow that to still be the same. I'm not saying that everyone should stop buying from Amazon, but we, you know, in order to keep the playing field similar, then you know, people make decisions, okay, I don't want to deal with that, and I'll deal with this instead. I get it. I'm not saying it's the way everybody should be, and it's the way of life. I'm just saying I understand her point. Mm-hmm. You know, Samsung is a billion-dollar company, as well as Google is a billion-dollar company, as well as Microsoft is a billion-dollar company. There's a lot of billion-dollar companies out there, but there are not many trillion-dollar companies. You got to have $999 billion to reach a trillion. You got to have one more billion, whereas, you know, so... If you got $999 billion, but there are still people out here in the million-dollar lane, there's just such a big disparity. But That's I what I understand. I just I don't understand. see what the threat is to be a billion-dollar company. Like, you know, what the threat is of Amazon being a trillion-dollar company. Like, I still don't see the viable threat, especially if they're doing such a big function in, for, for, like, consumers. And if it's what consumers are choosing to buy their products from. Like, I don't see... You know, because I, it man, it, it's it's I I get it because I do see the threat. I see the potential threat. I'm not saying that there is a threat. I see the potential threat of a monopoly. That's what I understand. I'm not saying Amazon is a corrupt company. I'm not saying Jeff Bezos is a corrupt man. I see. I understand the threat behind a monopoly, a, a monopolized marketplace. Wow. That's what I get. I still buy from Amazon. I'm not my cousin. Girl, you know, still I still going. buy from Amazon, but I also would rather buy from, if I can, buy from, uh, you know, Amazon basically features a bunch of different, um, what do you want to call them? Suppliers. So like supplier A features himself on Amazon and then you buy it through Amazon who will get it from supplier A and sell it to you. Well, why not just go to supplier A instead of going to Amazon? You know, if it doesn't matter to you that you can get it in two days. Like, if it's not imperative that you get it immediately. You know, so just different things like that. But I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying Amazon is a corrupt company. I just, when she brought that up to me and, you know, mentioned, like, they're going to have a monopoly, I was like, oh, I get where you're coming from, and I can understand the dangers behind a monopolized market. It creates a lot of power for one system, and the whole point of America is for there to be no monopoly. Being a monopoly in a market, in a specific market, is illegal for a reason. So, you know, it's yeah. great that that's not, a, you know, that's not actually happening. Well, I'm going to keep buying from Amazon because, you know, they, they got their trillion with the people choosing. And they're helping other people come up in the same lane. So, like, a lot of the suppliers won't get their business as readily available. That's true, but Amazon is worth a trillion off the backs of their suppliers, you know? Because Amazon was also doing them a service for being... (laughs) Yeah, but the suppliers are, like, worth millions now. The suppliers, you know, selling their little trinkets, and Amazon is like, yeah, money. But they're worth a little bit more than they were before Amazon came in the picture. I bet that because they allowed them to be, to, to have more visibility. But we'll just move on from the subject and agree to disagree. <laughs> We're going to agree to disagree on that. But talking about economy and world markets and being from Texas, uh, we know our governor is trying to open things back up. He announced that on Friday and that things was going to start to open back up, specifically in like medical facilities and stores and things of that nature. It was also going to open parks, but he said people would need to have masks on and need to be six feet apart. So... 
I don't know. How do you feel about that? Listen, I want to get out the house as badly <laughs> as the next person, if not more so. But I do not want to put my life in jeopardy by doing so. And Texas is so far behind in testing. We're like one of the last states, you know, to be accurately and properly testing as citizens that I think it's quite absurd that they're trying to be like the first people to open. We are the largest um the largest continental state in America, and we're behind by, like, there's, like, 40-something states in front of us, and we're behind in testing, and we want to be one of the first people to open up. I think that um, they're doing us a real disservice. I mean, I get the economical issues that are arising. People aren't working. Businesses, you know, small businesses aren't... uh, being able to sustain, you know, and things like that. But at the same time, if we do get outside and get back around each other too soon, this coronavirus is going to start all over again. This pandemic is, oh, I don't know if it'll be a pandemic because the rest of the world is handling this better, better than us. So this epidemic here in the state is going to get worse and we're going to be right back in the same situation with more deaths yes. and economical loss. What about you? Yeah, so I was talking about this with my boss at work this week, and one of the major concerns is the fact that the peak that's supposed to arrive for Texas hasn't quite happened yet. And they keep predicting this peak to happen towards the end of the month and the beginning, like towards end of the month and beginning of May. So I'm like, we haven't even reached the end of the month and beginning of May to truly measure whether we'll experience a peak or not. This, that's where it's been ex estimated so i don't see what the rush is i just feel like this is a push um for republicans uh and for trump um to try to open to open the country as soon as possible and one of the ways you can do it is through governor greg abbott because they're basically in the same boat like i feel like they're both republicans that have the same similar mission so i just don't think it's time yet but when we're talking about medical facilities um I do think it's a, it's a little bit it's time to start loosening that up a little bit because a lot of nurses, a lot of OR nurses are without jobs or they're not getting paid or yeah. they're being like they're searching for hours. And uh-huh. I don't feel like that's because basically elective procedures are being put on the back burner right now. You're not allowed to have elective procedures. And I think with that, we can back up on. So... People will need, you know, things to be done. Surgeries can get it done. And this OR nurses and staff can get back to work. So as far uh-huh. as the medical facilities, I just think that's where we can loosen it up. Um, but otherwise, like, I mean, I, eventually we would have to, we will have to get back. But I just don't quite, th- I still think we need to have a couple more weeks to be able to see if this peak will happen. I just think it's a couple of weeks too soon, so... I agree. And I definitely just don't want to find myself back into back in this situation. You know, I, I'm over it. Yes, I don't want to be in the house anymore. But I also want, you know, and the protests, the protests are just so outrageous. Girl, I California, just, uh, talking about they want their beaches back. I'm like, okay, we want to be able to go back out into the world. But it's not like, really, that's what we're concerned about to be on some beach. Right, right. After they like, talk to you about how this your house or exactly. something. Girl, I don't know. And then people try to use this whole freedom, freedom, you know, argument. 
And I just don't think it's valid because, again, this is about public health, public safety. So, you know, it's funny. It's not funny, but I I saw this happening because we don't live in a country that's, you know, very utilitarian or no under a dictatorship where they can tell us to do something Mm -hmm. and we listen, you know, (laughs) or not not us, but the American citizens. I knew that there was going to be a sect of American citizens that were going to rise up and be like, we don't want to be at home. I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I did. Amanda Seals made a point of, you know, as it became uh, aware, as we all became aware that black and brown people were being killed from coronavirus or, you know, being subjected to the horrors of, you know, what happens from some coronavirus more so than other communities, she mentioned how now, you know, the white people or the non... <laughs> like, let's people, get back out there. Let's do it. The non-melanated <laughs> people are like, well, it's not affecting us. Yeah. So let's, I don't want to be in the house anymore. Yeah. It's only affecting those other people. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I need to go to work. And, yeah. you know, all of a sudden public health is not a, you know, not a issue anymore mm-hmm. because it's not their public health, mm-hmm. you know? So when she made that point, I was like, you know what? And I often agree with a lot of what she says, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't, but I was like, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, we got African-Americans losing their life at an unprecedented amount compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not because coronavirus attacks them more. It's the circumstances in which, you know, we live our lives or, you know, the African-American community lives our, their lives, you know, mm-hmm. with less access to health care and, um, you know, not people not listening to us as much and, obesity factors and diabetes and heart disease, you know, affecting us more. Like all the underlying causes of death affect us more. And now we're dying faster. Yeah. But like, I just still think for people, for everybody who's protesting, like, do you see how this coronavirus is a big issue for countries that have this freedom argument or that they think they can't be told what to do? That's why Italy's in the circumstances that they were in. And I feel Uh like if we reopen too soon, we're going to find ourselves living in a worse situation and a worse number than we are right now. Oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. Yeah. And the second wave is going to happen. Yeah, and the second wave is going to happen because the facts didn't change. We still don't have a cure. It's still spread by droplet or airborne precautions. We don't really know because it's a new virus. We don't know if season is in our favor. If it acts like the flu and it's just a seasonal disease that would be in our best case scenario but we don't really know so hopefully we you know we don't see too many incidences in the summer but again this disease that's being unprecedented so far so who's to say so if we're all trying to test this right now i just think it's really too premature and we're gonna pay for it in human lives like we've we tend to see from not you know closing up and shutting things down earlier like we were supposed to so because this is just, it upsets me. <laughs> On the lighter side of things, Jeezy yeah. and Jenny May are engaged. Do I say her name right? Is it Jenny Mai or Jenny May? Jeannie. Mm. I want to say, say it's Jeannie and I want to say it's Mai, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jeezy and Jeannie, we'll say that, are engaged. Yeah. yeah. I am very happy with that. What about you? I think they'd make a cute couple. I think it works. I think they're really cute. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to get along great with her family. 
with uh-huh. her mom specifically, and they just seem to have a good time. So love is love. So I'm just excited for them. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, and it's like I know you can't really. You, well, no one knows the inner workings of their relationship yeah. just based off of some social media, right? No. But you know, from what we see, it seems like they're a good fit. Mm-hmm. They really like each other. It's funny because Jeezy, you know, came from the bottom of the trap, you know, <laughs> and now he all. I wear suits with no shirts. Money would change anybody, okay? Money would change anybody, okay? And he came up on some money, and she has, you know, like, I just think they make a great couple, and together, you know, I hope they flourish, you know? Yeah, I I hope so too. So much, much love, Jeezy and Jeannie. I don't know, should we call you? Well, we can't even really combine their names because it's still either Jeezy or Jeannie. Yeah, it's going to be Jeezy. <laughs> I mean, Jeannie. <laughs> yeah, it's Jeezy or Jeannie. It's still the same. It doesn't work. If anybody comes up with a better name, let us know. Yeah, maybe it'll be Jeezy Mine. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> In other celebrity news, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Brown, there's been a lot of stuff happening with these celebrities. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got Chris Brown, his assault charges were dropped, which I think is good. Yeah. I think Chris Brown has had so many issues, you know, ever since the Rihanna thing. And I've always been on the side of forgiveness with him. Yeah. But lately, it's just been a lot, a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I hope everything's good with him. Like, I feel like when you get, like, bad attention i mean he was well loved in the beginning even before yeah. he was dating rihanna dated rihanna and that whole situation happened and it just his perception was changing a lot of people's mind as a result anybody can sling whatever they, they want at you and if it sticks it sticks because yeah people don't i mean people don't think you're beneath it at some point right, 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 <laughs> and, I, right, right. and i think that's what happened with chris brown i don't think you know not to the, mention like his, the way he looks yeah. like he's not his aesthetic yeah. Doesn't scream like I don't beat women. And then <laughs> And I think that only happened. I think that only happened after like the world changed its perception of him. Like I feel like after that he was just like, F it, I'm gonna be who I wanna be. Y'all want me to be the bad guy, I'll be the bad guy and he just stopped caring about what people thought of him. But I No, just, that's probably true. Yeah, but I, I I'm a big fan of Chris Brown. Not of me his, too. not of his, you know, social things that he's been known to do, but I think He's probably a good guy in there some, you know, for the most part, you know, but I just think this negative press has followed him and this woman that alleged it, you know, if it could stick, it would have stuck or should have stuck, but regardless, it was dropped. So hopefully it's for good reasons, you know. I think Chris Brown is talented as well. He's one of my favorite performers. I think he's a great singer. I think yes. he's a great dancer. And I, so I think that's probably why I've given him a chance. You know, there haven't been any other real, you know, assault mm-hmm. or, you know, domestic assault um, cases against him or mm-hmm. even, you know, brought up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it was a once in a lifetime, not once in a lifetime, but, you know, it hasn't happened again. Yeah. So I still give him grace exactly you know? we all need some grace and hopefully he's working through his issues like the yes. rest of us and he's allowed to have a genuine opportunity to be who he is Absolutely. and thrive because that's what everybody deserves and i just don't think he fully gets that because people already think so bad you know some people think bad yeah. of him so now yeah. what about ayana mayweather now she she's girl. 19 girl 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 they stabbed someone. I think yeah. it happened here in Houston or Sugar Land or it something. It sure happened in Houston. I saw mm-hmm. Harris County. Yeah. 
that's just when I saw that, I felt so bad for her. I feel bad like, for her. She's so young. She's mm-hmm. Young. She's so young, yeah. and she just seems like she's never really had any guidance. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we know Floyd Mayweather has always has domestic abuse charges against him. He is like he glorifies the money that he makes. I am. Let me say this: I'm not a fan of Floyd Mayweather. I don't watch the fights. Mm-hmm. I don't care about his athletic ability. I'm not a fan. Well, so, huh? <laughs> well, I will say this: I am a, a fan of Floyd Mayweather. He is the best. Uh-huh. He is the best. I've actually went to theaters to see his fights. That's how much into it, like I am. Uh-huh. Um, however, like this whole Kiana thing, like I just think she don't know no better. Really, y'all about to put this girl in jail for how many years because she don't know no better? But that's the that's. <laughs> Oh, that's how what, does she okay. not know better? Okay, I she know she stabbed okay. someone. We Girl, all know not to stab people. We know people. not to stab people. But when, like you said, you have a lack of guidance. You're allowed to do whatever you wanted to do from whatever age. You probably don't think consequences are going to follow you because your dad is Floyd Mayweather. You're going to think that you're going to be able to buy your way out of things. And she thought she thought wrong. First of all, she went to her boyfriend's or fiance's house. It don't seem no good either. And that he asked, terrible. He asked the baby mama to leave. The baby mama refused to leave. And that's how they started fighting, proceeded into the kitchen, and she got a knife and stabbed. I don't know if that's exactly how it ran, but that's how it read. I can visualize it, you know. But I just don't think, like, she's going, she's about to go to jail for some years because Texas is, they, I saw on another news today that they're going to follow, like, they're going to pursue her. Holy. Yeah, it's Texas. And she's a young, black, yeah. rich. They're going to try to make an example out of it. For them. a man, and though? For a man? Really? Out of, yeah. And, and, like, over a man, I think, and, and I guess you're an right. Ignorant like, boy. I'm, I'm willing to give Chris Brown grace for fighting Rihanna, but not Ayanna. So yeah. I can't be a hypocrite. Is it because they didn't stab nobody? <laughs> no, because he really messed Rihanna up that day. I, I could see her face now. It was, right. it was probably just as bad. But it was all on the, I mean, you know, she legitimately grabbed a weapon and stabbed someone. And then I think she stabbed her like a few times. Yeah, you know, it was she a few times. She could have killed her, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. That's the part that really gets me. And I haven't heard her... I haven't seen it or heard it, and I don't know if I missed it, but I haven't heard any messages of remorse or regret. Uh, the only messages that I saw was her being mute behind that boy, young boy, going off on Instagram. Yes. Talking about my and wife. So, you talking about my wife? Right. <laughs> it was real right. and, ignorant he, and real ghetto, and I didn't. Yeah. I even felt dirty watching it, because I'm like, what is <laughs> happening right now? And, and he called her daddy a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, who's paying for those lawyer charges? Not this broke right. <laughs> Not this broke <laughs> Right. It's so, like, they're, they're really reckless, you know? Yeah. And, and she hasn't made any apologies. She hasn't said anything. So I feel like she doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. And I think that's what's really, but, you know. And I think that's that young mindset, though. I don't know. I know at 19, I wasn't going to stab nobody. At 19, she's 19. She ain't 14. <laughs> she ain't 15. Her frontal cortex, what girl. is it called? Prefrontal cortex? Is that where, like, our I don't impulse? know. The girl could be a little slow. She kind of looks slow, <laughs> even in that video that she was on Instagram. I was so yeah, just, she look a slow. Yeah, I was just so totally confused how someone can think they could stab someone. And the only thing that I can put, like, 
fathom for her is that she had lack of parental guidance and she was allowed to do whatever she wanted from a young age. Nobody's disciplining her. And now at 19, she's going to have to pay for the rest of her life for something that she did at 19. She probably doesn't need, I agree. She doesn't need to be in jail for 99 years. I'll be happy. Let me say not happy, but I think she should so, you know, have to deal with some consequences. She probably should serve some jail time. You can't just be walking around stabbing people yeah. because of some man. Like, I'm not even going to fight a woman over a man. Never. Like, you feel, I'm going to deal with so a man. compelled to fight over a man, then he must have made you feel some type of compulsion. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, we don't need to fight, baby. Mm-hmm. We can move on. Yeah. But, so, she, I, she definitely probably deserves some consequences. She does not deserve to be in jail for the rest of her life. But it's also the state of Texas. So That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it's going to be so rough for her. Because uh-huh. she could have picked any other state. California, Florida, right. any of those states to have done this foolishly. But not Texas. Texas don't play those games. I am a person who fully could, I consider my consequences for most things. I'm not going to say that I make the best decisions all the time because mm-hmm. I can be reckless, mm-hmm. you know, knowingly reckless. Yeah. But like when it comes to knowing where I am mm-hmm. and the type of trouble I can get in, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to do anything stupid in the South because yeah. I'm black. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything stupid outside of America because I'm American. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to go to another country yeah. and fight somebody so mm-hmm. that they can keep me in jail there, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to get yeah. Kim Kardashian trying and to get me out. Any other, anything that you do, any crime right. that you do account for the state of Texas. Okay? Because if it was 20 right. years, it's going to be 40 years. If it was 40 years, exactly. it's going to be 60 years. So now you got yourself in a situation that it's going to be very difficult to get out of. So Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then here's the last celebrity piece that I really want to talk about because mm-hmm. I really am so, I was so tickled <laughs> by this, was um, Teddy Riley and Baby Faces. Mm-hmm. IG live battle. The yeah. first one, you know, <laughs> when Teddy, all of his equipment was messing up. I mean, the echoes, it was just bad. But, and, and, uh, you know, and all the memes that came from it, mm-hmm. all the memes were, uh, memes are always my favorite part of I anything. I love the internet. Yes, the internet is hilarious and undefeated. So I even saw a meme that, uh, and I posted it, I reposted it myself, that it had a picture of Teddy Riley and a picture of baby face. The Teddy Riley face said iPhone, and the baby face (laughs) picture said Androids. And I was like, yes, Yes. because Android is better than iPhone. No, they should have flipped that. Baby face would have been iPhone. (laughs) Baby face was like, my audio works fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Babyface is like that's real ghetto over there. I don't yeah. know what's happening. And you have I'm just all... gonna sit here and sip my wine. Yeah, and he had a whole production. I think he totally missed what this was supposed to be about. Yes, <laughs> he, he was the doing way too much. Yes. He did so much. It was crazy. I blame like, that on lack of communications because Babyface and him should have called each other and talked about how it was gonna be, what the forum was gonna be. But I give Teddy Riley good intentions because if you I ever... get it. Teddy Riley was like Teddy Riley was like, I'm about to hit him with something. They ain't even expecting this. <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole band. We're gonna play an online. Yes. We're gonna win this. Exactly. And it's just all messed up. Have you ever been in a situation where you like did too much and you came in way higher on a of a level yes. than what it needed to be? And you're like, hey, Yes. I totally like, missed I'm- the boat. <laughs> Yes, like it's a it's a 
It's a relatable feeling. We all do that to us. We all like, I'm a, oh, I'm going to hurt him with this. Yes, I'm scared. And then as soon I'm as you step out the down. car, you trip. Yes, I'm going to shut it down. Yeah. And you show up to a party it. super dressed up and it's a, it's a sweat or something situation. Yeah. Everybody in regular clothes. I'm like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go. Yeah. 15 minutes, I'll be out. So, Teddy, we've all been in that situation. Yes. We've all done too much, but, you know, at least it wasn't in front of millions. It's just, it it's just the that is the internet, and the internet will have memes for days. They would not yes. let you forget it. 20 and years from the, now. The second part happened last night, mm-hmm. on Monday, 420. And um, I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I was doing yoga. But when I was watching it, you know, they were both in a studio this time. Teddy did not have a whole production. Mm-hmm. But his Wi-Fi was still cutting oh, in no. and out. <laughs> and so... He would like freeze for a second oh and then it would come back. Mm-hmm. But eventually they were able to finish. Mm-hmm. And then Babyface pulled out a guitar and Teddy got a little like, oh, we bring a guitar for you? Girl, and you yes. got a little upset. I will feel real salty after I showed up with the band the first time. I wasn't allowed to bring my whole entire band. Now you go scoop up on me and flex <laughs> on me with a guitar? Like, I did this last week. (laughs) The lesson here is keep it simple, stupid. Like, just the guitar. You don't need the guitar and the drums and the hype man and the keyboard and the setup. He had a big screen TV for a background. Like, you don't need all of that. I love it. I love the intention behind it because I feel Yeah, it was all innocent fun, but it was hilarious. He thought this was a whole BET production. Like he was. He said here. he was finna bring it, child. He yeah. was like, "Y'all ain't ready for this. I'm they, Teddy Riley. I got, the, I got the songs. They were I got not the ready. people. They were not ready. But there is a title <laughs> um, playlist right now that I'm trying to listen to. You know, just recap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I'm like, oh, there was some hits that they had. Yes. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy that uh, Swiss Beats and them are putting these playlists together mm-hmm. as they have these battles. Yeah, like that's a great thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. and it makes me so happy. So you're right. I'm happy that this is going to be on Title as well. Mm-hmm. I love Title. I say it all the Girl, time. Yes, support Black businesses. I love Title. One of like the best little apps in the world for music for everything, and it just and they just they know me so well. Well, it's me and my they sister. know me so it's, well. It's me and my sister, so I'm gonna just put that in there in case she's listening. <laughs> but they know I taste the music so well because they tailor it, and even though it's two different people on it, they still find a way to still play the things of make playlists around the things we both listen to. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, they pay attention. Yeah. I appreciate whatever it is they're doing, the algorithm, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Thank you, Title. Yes. Because I listen to my mixes all the time. It's to a T. I've been downloading them. I'm like, yes, I need to have this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on some other news, uh, the Mafia, have you heard about this? I think it was in Italy. Some part of the Mafia are delivering essential goods to the community, to the poor areas. And some people think it's a good thing. Some people think it's a bad thing, that it's a form of control later down the line. So... I mean, what do you think about this? Even El Chapo's daughter is doing a similar thing uh-huh. where they live. So I find this interesting that crime organizations are out here like being benefactors. I think, here's my thought about it. 
when you really think about organized crime and like even gangs like Crips and Bloods, they all started because they were trying to look out for their communities, Mm -hmm. you know, against other communities. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, things became violent. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I think it's on par with like their core mission if you if you'll yes. say talk about mission statements yeah it's like if they had a mission statement it's like italians first you know <laughs> so so it's, it's on brand with them you know mm-hmm. that they would be taking care of their um people but i could also see how it could be an intimidation tactic. But I wonder if that is what they use. I mean, I guess if this story is coming out of Italy, then that they, they do use the, these kind of tactics in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear a lot about it. Like, I see a lot about it in, like, American mm-hmm. Italian mob movies mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, like, pay for my protection or I'll hurt you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But maybe that is a thing in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, remember when I gave you food during the lockdown? So remember when I brought collect. you pizza? Time to collect. <laughs> Remember that dough yes. you used? Collect. Yes. Now pay me for my pizza and pay interest, okay? 400% interest yes. on this pizza that I brought you. Girl. So that's interesting. What do you think about it? I really don't know what to think about it because I don't know nothing about crime organizations. But, I mean, maybe they're just trying to, you know, change the narrative out there. But that's the naive way of thinking. I feel like that's the naive way of thinking. They can- I don't know if they're, excuse me, I don't know if they're trying to change the narrative. I I do think that, um, well, maybe they're trying to change the narrative. Maybe they're trying to control them. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to do something good. Because, yeah. like, they still want to be tough, right? Exactly. So, like, they can't change the narrative too much. Like, yeah. we're still the mafia. We're still a gang. Try this and find out. Yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yes, we feeding people, but we'll still shoot them up, bang Show bang. Up with the AK at your door, don't get. Yeah, it. you can still sleep with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> you can still find a horse's head in your bed. Yeah, don't do it. But like we're doing something nice right now. Yeah. I mean, the corona did affect everybody, including crime organizations. So maybe this is their right. way of getting out and doing their thing and showing love to the community. We'll find out exactly. later down the line when they report another news story. Yes. The mafia collecting now. <laughs> a year from now, when we're hearing about the mafia, yeah. we don't know where it came from. Exactly. Be like, oh, they came to collect. That's the payment. That's the payment. Yeah. <laughs> See, now, nothing good comes for free. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> no meal is free in this world. But, and then on the flip side mm-hmm. of things, talking about family and stuff like that, we have our. U.S. Surgeon General mm-hmm. out here being stereotypical yeah. and racist and making remarks that make just make yeah. us look bad. But that's the I think if the, if the American government, federal government had a mission, if the current administration had a, a mission statement, it's like, how can we make America look bad? Because <laughs> that's all they do. <laughs> Girl, the man said, do it for your abuela, do it for your granddaddy, do it for your big mama, do it for your papa. <laughs> and and I, was like, like, I was watching that news conference like, hmm, question mark. Yeah. Like, whoa, <laughs> wait a second. Skirt, skirt. That's what a pause that on back. that. I was, I was yeah. listening to it got here. How did it get here? And how so fast? And why? Girl. I mean, the things that come out of people's mouth. I mean, we could just say grandparents. Yes. Like, you saying do it for your big mama. I don't have a big mama, exactly. sir. Exactly. And you are here to give me information. And I'm able to right. receive that information without you, like, tendering to me. Like, yes. what is that? Like, 
I'm an intelligent human being. Who are you talking exactly. to? Exactly. So that's why you're like patronizing me. Exactly. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Do it for your granddaddy. That's probably the work, the best one out of all of them, granddaddy. Do it for your pop pop. <laughs> Who the hell is pop pop? <laughs> Jerome Adams, Dr. Jerome Adams, talking about do it for your abuela. Exactly. I'm like, he probably said it wrong. He was saying that people were being too. I don't know if he was saying this, but I did see online that people were saying like American people are too sensitive. I think the American people will tell you what you're doing, especially on the internet in real time. Okay. And that was just not, that was not it. I was, I was really taken aback by that. That was unnecessary. And then, like, you leave from that and you're, you know, patted by the freaking president. Like, like I right. just, it was just, the whole thing felt real weird. And I was just yeah. like, this is not what, like, this was horrible. Like, the information was great until it got to that part. And, like, it was presenting facts and how it was affecting people, uh, communities of color. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it got to do it for your granddaddy. <laughs> and I just couldn't anymore. <laughs> the problem is... And right now, what we're seeing is the folks that ain't doing it mm-hmm. are not people of color. Yeah. It's people that are not of color yeah. out in the streets protest, protesting. Mm-hmm. I saw people on the steps of some government building with AK-47s. Oh, wow. Just to say that you want to go outside? Yeah. Is that necessary? Exactly. So how about they do it for their granddaddies <laughs> or their grandmamas? Like, yeah. What's a what's a white name for a grandparent? And I'm I don't like, know. Grandparent? <laughs> That's the information. Flip a grandmother. We should have just like presented the information. Like that was just for everybody. Like I don't that was horrible. Like how do you yeah. think that that was something he, he needed to add? And he read somebody read that with him because there's always a proofreader. Yeah. But nobody like, or ever since this whole administration, nobody had common sense, especially when what's the the wife for Trump? <clears throat> What's her name? When she Ivana Ivana Ivanka. Yeah, when she copied the whole, the exact same speech as Michelle Obama. Girl, that's when I was like, somebody's think, either sending them out to fail or they just don't give a f. And I think it's they the don't latter. give a damn. It's the latter. And then don't nothing happen, so mm-hmm. they really don't give a damn. They exactly. keep doing it. Yeah, so they wake up that day, decide what they want to do, and that's yeah, what they're like. How you? How does? How does this sound? Do it for your abuela. Do it for your granddad. Do it for your papa. Yes. And they're like, yeah, they yeah, relate do that. to that. They'll relate to it. Say all of that. Yes. That then, sounds great. I always say that's what happens when you don't have someone of color at the table. But no, oh, that's absolutely. not the case. He's he's black. Oh yeah, he's black. But the issue is like when you don't have someone woke, somebody intelligent at the table, yeah. like someone. You just he just don't have tune. someone that cares. Yeah, at the table, like it's just. Girl, they could have saved themselves from that, but they don't really care because they're used to being criticized. So it's just another day at the office for them. They don't. They just don't yes. care no more. Have you been watching anything good while in quarantine? I still been watching The Office a lot because you know, like I told you, I probably said in previous episode, I just got on the bandwagon of The Office. Like I've never understood it before, but I understand it so much, and it brings me so much joy. Isn't it amazing? It is. It bring, isn't it joyful? Isn't it, it is. just like I love that show so much? It's light. It's every like every spare moment of like office, and then I've been watching the Ozarks, which is really good too. Okay, I tried watching um, Black SF. The Black other day. AF. Yeah, yeah, I could not do it, girl. I could not do it. I'm like, <laughs> why? Why? This is just another show for me. It just 
after a while where they felt like they needed to include all these messages every five minutes in it, it just really, I lost taste for it. And this show, Black AF, is just similar to it. Like, they basically narrating information you already know. This show is not for black people. It's more for white people. So, like, I, after the first, like, 15 minutes, I had to, like, go back to the Ozarks because I just couldn't. So, I I did watch Black AF, Black as Fuck. Mm-hmm. And I did not like the first episode. Like, I don't like the voice that Kenya Barris does. Like, he talks like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, he does this really high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And But I was like, I'm going to keep watching. So, I did like the show. I did like it. And eventually I found it funny. And it is basically blackish. It's just blackish with cursing and a little more animosity, you know, because he's like, oh, I fucking hate white people, you know? Yeah, so like it's blackish with cursing. And it basically is the same storyline. They do still tell a lesson, but I think they're able to have to take a little more like freedom with how they present it because it's on Netflix and not network TV. So by the end of it, like you watch him address him having issues with his wife and the family having issues and stuff like that. So it's a little more controversial, but I did finish it and I enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, that was pretty cool. You know, I liked to he did this one episode, like there was a black movie that came out and all the, all the critics were saying it was amazing, but he was like, it was a terrible movie. And he was like, I feel as a black person, I should be able to tell this black director that this was a bad movie. But all the other black people were saying how amazing it was. And all the white people were saying how amazing it was. And he was like, we need to tell the truth to our black people. Mm-hmm. And so, and he had like Lena Waithe and Issa Rae and Ava DuVernay and Will Packer, you know, all on that episode. And they did like a little round table. It was funny. And that was probably one of my favorite episodes. So like it gets in my in my opinion it does get better. I still don't like the voice when he's like whining and like oh my god I just really like shut the fuck up oh my god like I didn't like that. Yeah, that's a good act too. But the biggest thing was the lesson. I don't want to be like sometimes I don't want to be educated on like I I, I agree. I'm in school full time, so when I get on the show it's literally like mind wasted. So when I get on the show and you're presenting me with educational things, I'm just like no. Not doing. I agree. So that's why I stopped watching Blackish. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching Blackish because it was like a black lesson to everyone. Yes. It was like Juneteenth is blah Girl. blah blah, and it was like I'm everything just... like because we're black. So I stopped watching Blackish too because mm-hmm. I was like, listen, this ain't for me. No. This is for some people that don't know about black stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm over it. And so yeah, the same thing kind of happens. But I think as you get further into it, in my opinion, the black lessons were a little more minimal to like the storyline, you know? And like, uh, I think there was an episode where, um, what's that guy's name? Oh, he's an actor. His first name is Mike. He's a comedian. I can't think of his last name, but you know, you see, you see some, um, you know, some, what are they called? Guest appearances and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like, it it was entertaining. I thought it was very interesting. I can't say like it was laugh out loud funny, but it was interesting. It was blackish with cursing. Yeah, the problem is <laughs> the problem is I have to get through the first episode to get to the next episode to keep watching. That's true. And I just don't think I can get through the first episode in this season. I don't of my think life you will right either. So maybe when I'm not in school and I want to be taught something, maybe. But till <laughs> have then, you been? Did you watch Insecure? 
No, I haven't watched that yet, actually. Okay. Girl, I watched the first episode. I have so many episodes of things to watch, you know, but like my <laughs> housewives come first and then I got to watch, you know, office. And then next I usually watch what Ozarks or something. So just, there's so many things. And then little fires everywhere. I started, I love that too. And then my husband is making me watch breaking back cause he never got on the train when it was on. So now he wants to watch it together. So I'm going to get to insecure eventually. It's just so much. Well, I've been watching, on Netflix, I've been watching a show called Designated Survivor, which mm-hmm. I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Black AF, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. watched a ton of Disney movies. I finally watched Coco, and I watched Onward, so that was good. Yeah. Uh, what else am I watching? I've watched The Office. I've seen The Office frontwards and backwards like three times. I always just like, when I don't want to watch anything new and I just want to laugh at something, I always put The Office on it. Yeah. So I love The Office. I caught up on Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. which they removed one of the characters in a way that I was so upset. I was like, I may never, I might stop watching this show. Like, this was just stupid. Yeah. And um, what else? I think that's most of what I'm watching. So I'm really, I want to, something new and funny, you know? So, oh, oh and I'm watching Westworld. I like Westworld oh, on yeah. HBO. Mm-hmm. And I did watch the first episode of Insecure, but we'll see where that goes. Because I still haven't loved any season of Insecure. Like, I like the first two. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Moving on to the advice section. So, this one I found on Reddit because nobody has wrote to us yet. So, please get a, engage with us and write to us. We would really appreciate it. Um, so, this one is talking about... Uh, her mom is always body shaming her. So I'm just going to read a little little thing of it. So she, I'm a 17-year-old girl, and I currently weigh 65 kilograms, which is 143 pounds. And she's 5'6". Uh, I have always had a little bit of be- uh, lower belly fat and thicker thighs, but it was never a problem to me until I was forced to conform to certain beauty standards. Lately, my mom has been making a real big deal out of this. She's making me eat only in the morning, and then she yells at me if I try to eat anything else for the rest of the day. I feel sick multiple times, and it's clearly damaging to me. Um, I really don't know what to do. I'm fed up with this. My mom loves me very much, and she's really a good mother, but I can't take this anymore. What should I do? Um, so here's my thoughts on it. And I believe in that question, she mentioned some of the comments that her mom makes. Yeah, her, it's like, a long one, but I'm just basically yeah. summarizing with that, you know. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So I know that it said that she says something like, you'll thank me later mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think because obesity is a problem, like you can't, like as a parent, you do have to be cognizant of your child's weight gain. I know some people who have overweight children and I feel like it's doing a disservice to them because, you know, this child is only, this is learning, learned behavior, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're overeating or eating unhealthily. But at the same time, you can't like demean your child, like demeaning them, insulting them, putting them down is not going to help them understand their health or why it should matter or why it's important. All it is is going to make them resent, you know, trying to be healthy. It's going to make them insecure about their looks. I think it's going to make them, you know, just it's going to leave them with damaging issues as they grow up. And, you know, they won't be able to really cope. So in this case, I think her one, I don't know what 143 pounds is on a 16 year old. 
I think when I was 16, I thought I was fat when I was 16. And I remember weighing like 110, 115. And I remember thinking I was so fat compared to everyone else. So I can only imagine being 16 and weighing 143 and thinking you're, you know, having your parents tell you you're fat and also thinking you're fat. So I think really anything like this should be approached from the place of love and not criticism. And so I think she should, if I were to give advice, I think she should stand in the mirror with, and give herself affirmations, show herself some love. I think she should discuss this with her mother in a way that explains to her how she makes her feel and how it is damaging to their relationship. And then I think she should, you know, find her own resources because at 16, you're a capable person. Mm-hmm. So you can go online and find your own resources about like, what a healthy weight is. We all we can find the BMI cal- calculator to understand what a healthy weight is mm-hmm. and how to be healthy in itself. And if she looks at the BMI and she's five, six, she's 143 pounds. I mean, I'm five, five and like 145 and that's a healthy weight. I don't know how much age factors into BMI, but like I'm at a normal weight mm-hmm. according to the BMI. So she should probably be so as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And if she is, Stop listening to your mama. You know, like yeah. The issue is the issue is that they both live under the same roof, so she's under her influence all the time. And sometimes people, the issues that people have individually, get passed on to us. You know, they don't even know that she's the mom. Probably at this point doesn't really know that she's doing something that's going to affect her daughter down the line. The positive of this uh, whole message was the fact that she said she loves her body and she has confidence in her body and she feels good about her body. But the mom just constantly breathing down her neck, letting her eat once a day. She's feeling like she's going to faint. Like this whole control thing and coming up to your room and get, grabbing food, like all this is just something that's breathing down your neck. I Hopefully you can, like you said, have the conversation with her and she understands, but it seems like it's an overbearing thing that she says, you're going to thank me later. Like she sees life a certain way. She, she thinks she's supposed to look a certain way. And that's the way she's, <laughs> she wants her daughter to look. And she's saying, you thank me later. So the issue is that they live under the same, same roof and her mama probably won't change. So the best thing I can advise you to do is hopefully you got some money to buy some food outside, <laughs> to buy some food. Like, outside of the home because she's at this point controlling her eating. I will try to sit her down and have the conversation or have a family meeting, have the the dad involved to see how this is really impacting her and pray that she will change. But other than that, like as long as you love yourself, that's the best you can do and have the conversation with her. And hopefully her dad can give her some money to find a way to eat outside of the home because right now the mother seems to have some issues that needs to be dealt with and hopefully her husband can help her through that because that's unfortunate to you know see food from your daughters and grab it from her like that's just that's just kind of yeah in a situation like that I also think that it's detrimental to a child's health so like if it's really bad you can report her (laughs) you know (laughs) you can seek outside help I'm just saying because I'm like how can you focus in school if you don't have a full meal in your stomach like she's basically eating cereal once a day and that's supposed to be enough like that's just not healthy like yeah it's not healthy physically it's like child abuse Mm -hmm. 
at this point. Yeah. And I think I'm, I am assuming that they lived in Europe somewhere since she first was speaking in kilograms, kilograms you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what like CPS is like, you know, what, <laughs> what the British version of CPS is, Child yeah. Protective Services. Mm-hmm. But, you know, or see if you could live with a family member exactly. or, you know. Yeah. This... Check, determine what your options are outside of the home. Because if yeah. the mother is that controlling yeah. and just that, you know, really this comes from her mom's own insecurities. Yeah. Like, it's not about her daughter. It's her mom's own insecurities. Her mom might have been a fat child, like a seriously fat child growing up. Yeah. And she's still damaged from that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, this has nothing even to do with this child. This is all because of her trauma, you know? So, but if it's that bad, if you can't seek outside help, bring a counselor into the home, mm-hmm. you know, then take matters into your own hands. Exactly. Call the police. Call the police. Call the authorities. Yeah. Call grandma. <laughs> I think again, the matters into your own hands thing. Because again, I don't think it's something you can just automatically change somebody, especially on deep issues like that. It takes time. So, like I said, like like you said, involve other family members. That's just gonna either help you find a way to eat outside the home or report her. But some people don't want to report their family members, so find a <laughs> find a different mm. place to live. So. That's just the best advice because at this point it's interfering with your way of life and your like health. So yeah, that's not it. That is not. Well, any closing thoughts? You know, I just want to make sure that everyone knows in this quarantine and social distancing time that it is perfectly normal to feel however you feel whether it is sad and alone or, you know, like it, the negative feelings are what I'm saying is the negative feelings are normal. I think a lot of people get caught up in like positive vibes only, good vibes only. And that's just not life. Life is a series of up and downs, you know, it's just how you manage them. It's just making sure that if, when those down times come, you, put, you focus on something positive. Like I focus on the blessings that I have, you know, and not just on tired of being in the house, you know? So that's that's the only thing I want to convey. You know, like we've said before, we're all in this together. The whole world is experiencing this. There is a multitude of emotions about it out there. No one is the only one feeling something and we'll all make it through. Even the, even the loved ones that we lose, they are now out of pain. They are now no longer sick. There is a silver lining to that. So that's about it. What about you? Well, I love that. Um, my closing thought would be during this time, do whatever you feel like doing. Uh, like, for example, for us, we didn't feel like recording for a couple of weeks, so we didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it is what it is. Like, you know, people you see on social media, they tell you, come out you know, be the, your best self coming out of quarantine, be snatched, be skinny, be, you know, be out here exercising every day. I don't <laughs> be feeling like doing that. So whatever you feel like doing during the season, be that person. Like you have full permission. My sister said this, uh, this week or last week that I really appreciate it. You have full permission not to be your best self during this time. So, and I think that's really important because we're pressured to be our best self or to still put our best face forward, even if we're feeling some type of way. So do what you want and you have full permission to not be your best self. And then there was a quote that I really liked this week because I think it's pertinent. 
Like during this time, I've just distracted myself a lot by laughing. A lot of it is due to the office. <laughs> so I, was, I was like dying the whole time. Like I like funny shows, lighthearted shows. That's why I like The Office, Friends, The Good Place. I just like light shows like that. Yes. So I found this quote by Maya Angelou that says, laugh as much as possible. Always laugh. It's the sweetest thing one can do for oneself and one fellow human being. So just laugh, make each other laugh, and just do what you feel like. Absolutely. That is what it is right now. Thank you, Sister Maya. Yes. She's still doing <laughs> lessons, lessons out here. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we are still figuring this thing out, but we really want to hear from you. We're thinking of ways of making, keeping this interactive, you know, so give us your questions. If you need advice, we're certainly not experts on everything, but we are opinionated. So, and how <laughs> and do we get so those advice? You send the advice. You could ask, excuse me. You could ask on Instagram at two glasses deep. That's the number two. You could Email us at twoglassesdeep at gmail.com. That is the number two there. And, or you can send it through Facebook, Two Glasses Deep, with the word written out, T-W-O, Glasses Deep. So there's three ways you can do that. Even if you want to leave it in the comment under the uh, podcast, you can also comment there, wherever you're listening to this, if there's comments available. And uh, we'll give you our unbridled advice <laughs> yes. and then we're also thinking of some games to play with you all so if you got some games you're like this is two glasses deep we could do a drinking game yeah. i don't know but <laughs> we are searching you know, for games but we just want to have a right the one that fits so if you have any ideas for us we would love that too because we want this to be fun lighthearted, and something you look forward to yes so uh but again we appreciate you checking tuning in we appreciate appreciate you checking us out telling people about us and uh, it always just only gets better. Yes. Thank you so much and have a great week. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.